0: Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host Cam McKinney and this is episode number 191 of the podcast and in this episode of the podcast I am recapping the New England Patriots season which disappointingly ended in a very bad way. After going 10-7 and and making the postseason after missing the previous season, the New England Patriots got walloped during wildcard weekend by divisional rivals the Buffalo Bills 47-17. to This is one of the the toughest losses in postseason history, the Bills and Josh Allen became the first team ever not to punt the ball, kick a field goal, or turn the ball over in a NFL game. Every Buffalo possession ended with a touchdown, and Josh Allen in particular dominated the game going 21 of 25 with 5 touchdowns and 308 passing yards. And no matter how you felt about the Patriots season overall, this loss surely complicates the season as a whole. When the season started, the team got off to a rough start going 2-4 and four in their first six games. Then the season took off with a seven-game winning streak where they dominated opponents 46-7 to against Cleveland in Week 10, 36-13 against the Titans in Week 12, and they beat Buffalo 14-10 in Week 13 in a game where Mac Jones threw only three passes. And after that victory in particular, the Patriots were talked about as if they were legitimate contenders. But, then they hit another rough stretch to end the season with losses to the Colts, Bills, and the Dolphins. And looking back at their season in hindsight, maybe more people should have seen this outcome coming. The Patriots were 10-7 and and a good team, but a good team that mostly dominated against bad teams and lost to the really good ones. Out of their 10 wins this season, only 3 of them were against teams with a winning record, the Chargers, Bills, and Titans. Maybe all of our Expectations were too high and this outcome was inevitable. Still, it's hard to fathom that the team that won seven in a row would be blown out that way. So what happened? First, we have to look at them defensively. They were not the same defense down the stretch, and I look at Matthew Judon, who was their best defender and best offseason acquisition. After that win in Buffalo in December 16th, he had zero sacks the rest of the season. Before that, he had 12 and a half. He was the anchor of the defense and the reason that that unit stood out. At one point, he was the favorite for Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, he just did not show up in those final games, whether it was because of injury or other circumstances. Then on offense, you have Hunter Henry, who was a tight end who became the main target of Mac Jones. He had nine touchdowns on the season, and he was their main red zone offense. And he did not score a touchdown in his final four games. You brought in these two guys. They were your two big offseason athletes acquisitions. They both had excellent first seasons with the team, but down the stretch, they were nowhere to be seen. And you just cannot have that if you're going to compete. You need those guys to come up big because those were the guys that made the Patriots special. When the Patriots were running on all cylinders, it was mostly because of Matthew Judon on defense and Hunter Henry on offense. Especially when you consider your other two main offseason acquisitions on offense did not step up. I mean, Jonu Smith had a really disappointing first year with the New England Patriots, and Nelson Aguilar was not very good either, and Nelson Aguilar is the highest paid wide receiver in New England Patriots history. They need to get these players to do something next season, or they're going to continue to have the same type of rough losses in the postseason. This offense needs to get a lot better, and this defense needs to be steady for an entire season. The most polarizing player on the New England Patriots currently is quarterback Mac Jones. He had a really good rookie season, but down the stretch, he could just not carry the team. And why should he? He's a rookie quarterback, but some people feel like he is never going to be able to be that franchise quarterback. Here's where I stand with that matter. Give Mac Jones three or four years, see what he is, and then you can make a final judgment. I don't really believe all that much in Mac Jones at the moment, but I want to see what he will become before I make my final judgment. Final judgment. I thought he showed promise, but I don't think he had a very good game after that Cleveland game. I watched that Cleveland game and I thought, okay, this kid could be something special, but down the stretch he was just not the same guy and maybe that was rookie fatigue or maybe that's just who he is. We are going to find out in the future, but I'm not going to make my final judgment now and I don't think as ludicrous as people have said that the Patriots should be going after quarterbacks this offseason. Matt Jones was not your Problem down the stretch. The problem down the stretch was your really bad defense. All season long, people were comparing this Pats team to the 2001 Super Bowl winning Patriots team, mostly because of their defense and running game. But I don't think that's a team you should aspire to be in 2022. In 2001, there were two quarterbacks who threw for 4,000 yards. In 2021, there were 10. This is the era of the superpower passing offense. The running game just simply isn't as prevalent. In 2001, there were... Fifteen thousand yard rushers in 2021. There were only seven. You need a better mix on offense. Yes, Damien Harris and Ramondre Stevenson are really good running backs, but they became mute when the team is down and need a comeback. If the Patriots are going to be a complete Super Bowl winning team again, they're going to have to become a more balanced offense. Yes, the 2021 Patriots had the tenth rushing leader in the NFL with Damien Harris, but they ranked 15 overall in the NFL in receiving yards, and eighth overall in rushing yards. I'd like to see those stats reverse moving forward. They need to get Mac Jones, his version of Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins, or Stephon Diggs, a receiver who is going to make a game-changing play consistently. That's what the Patriots were missing. At some point this year, Kendrick Bourne was that guy. Hunter Henry was that guy. Even Jacoby Myers was that guy. They were those guys in moments, but they need that consistent guy who is going to make that game-changing play that can get you to have a comeback in a game that's what the Patriots really lacked they were not able to come back from big deficits and moving forward they're going to have to because that's how you win in the NFL you need to make a comeback that's what Tom Brady was he was the best when it came to making a comeback and that's what Matt Jones needs to be he doesn't need to be the best ever when it comes to coming back in games but he needs to be able to pull it off once once in a while, if this team is going to be one of the very best teams in the AFC moving forward. Defensively, the team's biggest strength was getting takeaways. They were second in the NFL with 23 interceptions. They were 19th in the league with 36 sacks. It would be nice to have one more guy constantly getting to the opposing quarterback next to Matthew Judon. Kyle Van Noy was second on the team with only 5 sacks. Their rushing defense was a bit of a mixed bag. They gave up the Fewest rushing touchdowns with nine, but gave up the 11th most rushing yards this season. And down the stretch, it felt like anyone could run on them. My opinion on them as a team is this: Listen, the Patriots were not that big of a disappointment. They're a disappointment because of who they are. They're the New England Patriots, so we expect them to do big things in the NFL. We expect them to win a playoff game in the first round. We expect them to win. We expect them to go to the AFC title game. We expect them to. Make make the Super Bowl. That's what we expect because they're one of these legacy sports franchises that all they do is win. Think of the New York Yankees. When the Yankees have a down season, we're like, it's the end of the world because they're the New York Yankees and they have 27 titles. And we're like, you're the Yankees. You are supposed to be winning. You have the money. You have the status as always being one of the elite teams. We are not used to the Patriots being just an okay football team. And that's what they were this year. They were an okay football team that was a lot better than they were last year. It was a really good step forward. I think what really hurts is their loss to Buffalo because that's what we're not used to them seeing. Being dominated by a divisional rival. During Tom Brady's almost 20 years with the team, you could guarantee victory almost every time against the Jets and the Bills and occasionally against the Dolphins. He struggled there sometimes. But Tom Brady would dominate the division. This year, the Patriots Patriots went free and free against the division. Two of those victories were against the Jets. Everyone's dominating the Jets these days. Over the last two seasons, Josh Allen and the Bills have gone 11-1 versus the AFC East. They are the team now dominating the division, not the New England Patriots, and that's not something we're used to. So yes, when you see that playoff game and you go, oh yes, it's the Pats and the Bills, the Patriots are going to dominate because they've been dominating the Bills for Almost 20 years, and that's just not the case anymore. And it looks on record. Again, the Bills are three and one versus the Patriots in the last two seasons, and the only game they lost was mostly due to the weather. I mean, that game was bonkers. I mean, it was all about the running game. The Bills couldn't throw the ball, and a lot of people looking back at that think that the Bills could have won if they allowed Josh Allen to do what he did in that postseason game, which was dominate with his passing game and in his running attack. The reason we all should have doubted the Patriots as being this dominant team this season is because they didn't dominate their division. And I think that's what all the great NFL teams have in common. They dominate their division. Look at what Aaron Rodgers and the Packers do against the rest of the NFC North. He owns the Chicago Bears. He beats up on the Vikings. And like everyone else, he feasts on the Detroit Lions. To be a great team in the NFL, you cannot lose to your divisional rivals, and they lost to the Miami Dolphins twice. The Patriots lost to the Miami Dolphins, who are almost the exact same type of team as the New England Patriots, but the reason we think the Patriots are that much better is because they're the New England Patriots. The Patriots and the Dolphins are in the exact same place right now. They are both far worse than the Buffalo Bills. That is the reality of the situation that both of those teams are in. They are chasing the Bills, and we are not used to the Patriots. Patriots chasing anyone. And the problem for the Patriots is it's not like the Buffalo Bills are going away anytime soon. Josh Allen is only 25 years old. Even if Mac Jones gets to as close as good as he is, I think Josh Allen is going to dominate the league for a very long time to come. The Patriots have lost to a divisional rival in the postseason before. Remember when the Jets beat the Patriots in the postseason? We didn't really take them seriously because we knew moving forward we were going to be okay because we had to Tom Brady, and they had Mark Sanchez. When Mark Sanchez made those two title games, we didn't take him seriously because we knew that Mark Sanchez was not going to be the long-term answer at quarterback for the New York Jets that they were winning because of their defense. This is the opposite situation. We don't know if we're going to be okay because Mac Jones' future in the NFL is a bit of a mystery, and we know Josh Allen is going to continue to dominate. The Bills don't feel like a flash in the pan, even though. We mocked them after that Week 13 victory. We mocked them. We said Sean McDermott was one of the worst coaches in the league because he had that meltdown where he wouldn't even say the name Bill Belichick or say the name of the Patriots. Yeah, that was messed up. But listen, he gets the last laugh because the Buffalo Bills are the ones playing in Divisional Weekend while the Patriots are the ones at home. I'm going to give Mac Jones and the Patriots the benefit of the doubt losing 47-17 against the Bills this one time because I don't think they're supposed to beat the Bills. Now, they're not supposed to get dominated by them either, but I guess what? He's a rookie. Those things are going to happen. But one thing I really question about the future of Mac Jones is what if Josh McDaniels does get one of these coaching jobs? What if he becomes the head coach of the Texans? What if he becomes the head coach of the Giants? What happens to Mac Jones? Because we all know that's one of the worst things a young quarterback can go through is changing of offensive coordinators. It can change their environment entire style. Bill Belichick is a great coach, but I think the Patriots need an offensive coordinator who can really get the best out of Mac Jones, and right now that guy is Josh McDaniels. So if Josh McDaniels leaves the organization, I'm going to get a little concerned about where Mac Jones's career is headed. I think McDaniels was the big winner of this season for the Patriots. He was able to get the best out of Mac Jones, even with his limitations as a rookie quarterback and his Passing abilities aren't up to snuff, but they were able to win 10 games, and that's super impressive, so if this is the season where he finally gets his second head coaching opportunity, I'm going to have some big question marks about Mac Jones and the future of the New England Patriots offensively, because offensively, they weren't spectacular even with Josh McDaniels, but they were able to win 10 games because I think he drew up a pretty good game plan of how to win games with Mac Jones. Will the next guy be able to do that? I don't think every offensive coordinator is capable of winning football games with Mac Jones and this group of receivers. I think it takes a special type of guy. Josh McDaniels knows how to coach winning football. If they bring in an outsider, I'm not sure that's going to work. Maybe they're going to get Bill O'Brien and things are going to be okay. I just don't see that happening. The best case scenario for the Patriots is for Josh McDaniels to stay with the organization and help groom Mac Jones to be a franchise quarterback, and I do want Josh McDaniels, badly, to be the next head coach of the New England Patriots, because I think that's what's best for Mac Jones. I'm also a fan of Josh McDaniels. He's been the offensive coordinator of the best offenses in Patriots history. I think he deserves a chance to be the next head coach of the New England Patriots, and I don't think Bill Belichick should be the head coach of the New England Patriots for another five years. I think three years at max. I don't think Bill Belichick... is going to win another Super Bowl with the New England Patriots. I think you need to start thinking about the future without him and I think that should happen in the next three years. Listen, have him break the Don Shula record if he wants. I don't really care about that. I care about the future of the Patriots because right now we're all still thinking about the past because they won those Super Bowls. Well, I think it's start to time thinking about the future and that loss to Buffalo should get you there. There's two ways to view this season as a step in the right direction or you can say this is who the Patriots are without a Brady type quarterback and that's a grim future. I mean, is this the best case scenario for the Patriots? Is that they can be one of those teams that makes the postseason and then gets blown out by a superior quarterback? Now, again, we don't know if Mac Jones is going to continue to be this type of quarterback, but I do think you can say this with real certainty Mac Jones is never going to be Tom Brady, and I don't think Mac Jones can even be Drew Bloodsoe, the type of guy who can put up some jarring statistics. I don't think he's that type. Of guy. I think he's a guy you can win with but you're going to have to have a lot of massive talent around him and are the Patriots going to be big spenders each and every offseason? Like are the Patriots going to go out this offseason and get Mac Jones that main weapon that I think he desperately needs? I don't know the answer to that. What are they going to do with J.C. Jackson their franchise cornerback? Are they going to franchise him or are they going to let him walk and not give him the deal the same way they didn't give Stephon Gilmore the deal he wanted? I think in the end, we all felt better about the Patriots' future before this devastating loss to Buffalo. A loss like this makes you realize you're further from being a very good team than you thought you were. Like, no one expected the Bills to dominate the Patriots the way that they did 47 to 17. They gave up seven touchdowns in a row. Seven touchdowns in a row. The defense couldn't get a stop. They couldn't even get them to punt, kick a field goal. They were nothing in that game. How could you look at that team that lost in that fashion and say, well, they're just one player away from winning it all? The truth is that the Patriots have to get back to drafting really good young players because those core young players that you draft are going to be the future of this organization. The Hunter Henrys, the Matthew Judons, they are not the long-term future of the Patriots. They are really good players at the moment, but in 10 years down the line, they're not going to be on your team. You need to go back to drafting really good young players to be a part of that core. Because right now, your core is really old. You have guys like Kyle Van Noy, you have Devin McCourty, these guys are not going to be there much longer either. They have a year or two left at most, and I think those guys could retire or go elsewhere. I don't think moving forward, Belichick can have that same attitude toward the draft where he's just going to move back because he's going to be a very good team. This team should consider moving up in the draft and getting as much good talent on this team as possible because the players that this team drafted are not the best players on this team by a mile. The Chase Winoviches, the Josh Uches, they were nowhere to be seen in that loss at Buffalo. Where are those guys? What are you doing? You're not developing your young players, and that's the most frustrating thing about this New England Patriots team. This team is supposed to be about the future, not about the now. I said this on a podcast earlier, this year wasn't going to mean that much to me anyway. Even if they beat Buffalo in the postseason, it's not about the now with the Patriots. It's about the future, and right now I'm not that excited about the Patriots' future. They need to get me excited about the future of this team, and they need to do it now. And I get it a lot of you are probably listening to this podcast and saying, Cam, give the Patriots a break. They won six Super Bowls over 18 years, but it's been said over and over again over the years that Bill Belichick can win a Super Bowl with any quarterback in any type of system. Well, guess what? You have a quarterback not named Tom Brady, and you didn't win a Super Bowl, and right now, it kind of feels like maybe you can't win a Super Bowl without Tom Brady. I want to see it. I want to see Bill Belichick make the Super Bowl without Tom Brady. I'm actually rooting for him in a sense, but I just don't feel like that can happen if he's going to continue to do the same old things he did with Tom Brady, because you can get away with those things when you have Tom Brady, and you can't get away with those things when you have a young quarterback at Mac Jones. The Patriots need to change the way they do business if they're going to be a Super Bowl winning team again. I couldn't imagine a worse way to end the season than being blown out by a divisional rival 47-17. I hope this loss helped the Patriots get back on track. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, so please rate, review, and subscribe.